whenever I was traveling, um, you know, people would uh, stop me and say, Hey, I became an engineer because you just wanted to say thanks. And, and, oh, that's and, awesome. that. and I was like, wow, that's cool, man. I, I, when I first started working at choppers, I was like, Oh, there is a TV show. Maybe, maybe I'll get some free beer along the way. You know, <laughs> I wasn't really, <laughs> I didn't have this huge grand scheme planned or anything. It just, it just kind of happened. It was just a byproduct of, of being there and, and being able to inspire people. And I tell you what, if I can help one kid figure out what they want to do in life, that's going to make them happy, then you know what, that's, that's called a mission success. Welcome back to the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and I wanted to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Born to Design podcast, Choppers, Machining, and Community. Today, I'm talking with Jason Poole, who you may know as the product designer for the popular television show, American Chopper. Jason is a very outgoing and passionate advocate for product design, and he shares a lot about his experience, mentorship, and building the product design community. Listen as Jason discusses what's next for him and his desire to grow the design community to help others succeed in this industry. So let's jump right into the interview. Jason Poole. It's great to have you on the Born to Design podcast. Uh, so many things I want to go through. You as a designer, uh, mentor, you're a big advocate for uh, for education, design and education. But let's just start, you know, you're most famous for, or you got your fame, I guess, from Orange County Choppers. Let's start there. Tell us what you're doing now with that. And then we'll talk about where you, where that all started. Yeah, right on. Well, Cliff, thanks for having me, man. Um, love, love the show. Uh, love the title, uh, Born to Design. I mean, that's just perfect. And like, I feel like that fits in with me and my, my life and everything I've done just kind of always revolved around designing something. But yeah, I mean, I did uh, 16 years at Orange County Choppers and it found, it, you know, it, I found myself in really unique uh, situations all the time. <laughs> and uh, as you know, it was uh, a lot of it was televised for the hit TV show, American Chopper. And uh, fortunately and unfortunately at the same time, it aired in 160 plus countries every Monday night. So uh, the pressure of, uh, doing your job and doing it well was exceeded when there was a, a camera and a producer and a lot of other things happening right in front of you. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it came with a lot of obstacles, but a lot of fun. I mean, I had a blast. I worked with some amazing people and built some, uh, long lasting relationships with all of them. And from, you know, the film crew to the guys I worked with, it was just a great experience. And, you know, I found myself on the, on the Bering Sea with the Hillstrand brothers uh, fishing for uh, crabs, I guess it was. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, I, I got in a fight with a water buffalo in Malaysia once <laughs> and uh, had a riot of a time in Australia. We did, uh, we used to do live shows everywhere and uh, th that was cool. So I really got to see the world and, and work with some really interesting people along the way. Uh, Bill Murray stands out as uh, someone I had the most fun with. I think it's because we're both from Illinois and we're we're both uh, United States uh, 
mail carriers at one time. So oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he seems like an interesting guy. Yeah. You know, Russell Crowe was awesome. Will Smith was cool. Shaq was was awesome to work with. But, you know, all these sports figures and Tony Stewart from NASCAR. And and then you throw in some of the companies. It was like everyone from from Nike to NASA. And uh, I mean, just really endless, you know, all, all the clients that I got to got to work with. So all the opportunities that uh, Paul and Orange County Choppers put in front of me, I was e- extremely happy for and, and proud to be part of that uh, for a long time. You know, 16 years surviving there is uh, is a long time, you know, and at the same time, I had all these really unique tools put in front of me and, and machine and equipment and, you know, uh, you know, everyone wanted a piece of you. So it was like, you got to kind of demo things out and, and try things out that, you know, most jobs, you know, might not be real life to have access to all that equipment and all that power, you know, but uh, just continued to build relationships and keep knocking out projects. You know, I think it was last count was somewhere over 300 chopper designs that, that I took part of. And uh, just a crazy journey, you know, it was a, just all a blur. And I, you know, it's, it's crazy, and I sound so old when I say this, but man, 16 years went by really fast, guys. You know, <laughs> I can imagine. But how was that? Was the pressure on you because you were the designer to how would you say to, to customize it to that individual or to that company? That yeah, was- I was always like in a in a rock in a hard spot because it was you know number one design something that I really liked. Okay, number two, the client has to like it. Number three, uh, the team that I work with has to like it. So there was all these different minds that you kind of had to melt together in one direction moving forward to, to build something truly unique that represented the brand, uh, our company and, you know, my design influences moving forward. So it was always, uh, I wouldn't say it came easy, but uh, the thing about that situation is it had to come fast because we're doing a bike every other week. Uh, at one point with discovery, we were doing uh, 26 episodes you know, so that was pretty ridiculous per year, you know, so <laughs> it's like, it's like, here comes a bike, here comes a bike, here comes oh, a bike. So, I mean, at a that's, point, that's every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to stay fresh and keep coming up with new stuff. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of my past. I'm proud of the team that, that I, that I worked with and the obstacles we overcame uh, together. So it, it taught me a lot of life lessons and I built a lot of great, uh, personal relationships while I was there. Oh, it's, it's definitely a unique, uh, opportunity. I mean, it's, uh, it's a once in a lifetime chance. I'm sure a lot, a lot of designers would like to do that. Like I, I've always wanted to be a working for Lego, right? Wouldn't it be great to work for Lego and come up with designs and do stuff all the time, but that's, that's gotta be one of those jobs. that's impossible to get for a designer, right? So it's, it's a unique I opportunity. I don't know, Cliff. I think we can make a couple phone calls and we can make that happen, <laughs> right? I, I do it for free. Well, not now. I still need money now, but one day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day you want to get these kids through school. Um, uh, but no, the, the the one thing you touched on there uh, that I'd like to get into more details, you had the opportunity to work with all kinds of new technology, right? right? W- when you're, uh, when you're on the cutting edge of coming up with new designs for all these unique individuals, you had a lot of chances to, uh, now how do you, how do you attack new technology? Just like, uh, you just want to learn as much as you can or? You know, it's it's trial by fire. You just got to jump into it and and start taking swings. You know, um, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd be a CNC machinist and be able to 
program and operate equipment like that. But it's just, you know, uh, you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and you, and you learn from them. You know what I mean? I learn something new every day and just, and just keep going. All right. So let's start from, let's go back to the beginning. How did this all start? How did you know you're going to be interested in design and take this path? Yeah. And, and how did you first find choppers, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So uh, it, it all started back home in Mendota, Illinois. Right. And I was, I was in high school and I had this awesome art teacher, Kathy Connor, and she just taught me, you know, Hey, look, you know, you're, you're really skill set. Your skill set is artistic. You're doing really well with this, you know, as far as painting, uh, sculpting, things like that. Why don't you pursue, pursue a career, you know? <laughs> and she taught me that, you know, design's basically everywhere. And my parents really motivated me to, to think different and constantly uh, apply my skills to continue to develop as a person. So they, they provided me, uh, with the appropriate tools I needed to, to get going. And, and, and I, I hit the ground running and I went, I went to art school, actually. I went to the art Institute just outside of Chicago there. And uh, I think I did this because I hated math so much that I wanted to avoid it. And so I was like, you know what, if I just do cool shapes and designs and jump right in and just run this art thing, which is what I'm passionate about anyways, I will never have to do math ever again. Right. Boy, was I wrong, you know? So, <laughs> so I, I think, uh, you know, it was just from there, I, uh, I, I came out of art school and I, I landed a job as a, as an animator and a 3d modeler for a local, uh, video game company called incredible technologies. And so I worked on a couple of titles there and then I, uh, I got recruited by, uh, Paul, uh, senior at orange County choppers to come out to New York and, uh, take a swing at, at making motorcycles. So, it was a big difference. And for me, it was, uh, you know, working on the, like the, the video game industry, it had like a shelf life and choppers are forever. You know what I mean? They're steel, they're chrome, they're painted, they're powder coated, they're perfect forever. You know, you can always roll it out and it's, it's still really cool 20 years later, you know? So uh, I had that opportunity and I, I took it up and I, I moved out to New York and uh, started, started taking swings with the uh, OCC. And that was before the show started or it was already, it was actually, I think it was the first season had just ended, you know, okay, somewhere okay. around like, uh, uh, geez, the Palmia bike, I think. Okay. Yeah. So w one thing I remember at, uh, at choppers, it was the original building and it was super small and I was down in the basement, like jammed in this office and, uh, and I got a visitor and it was, uh, it was Jeff Ray and Chris Salmers, and uh, they wanted to they wanted to do a demo on software, and I was like, okay, let, let's let's hear it. You know what what do you got? And they said this is SolidWorks, and it's going to change the way you guys do things here, and it's going to change your life forever. And I thought, okay, um, sure, let, let's let's check it out. So I, I looked <laughs> into it, and and I just right away I could see the power of you know using uh, an engineering software to design with, you know, and I, I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. So they. They stuck it out. They they introduced it to me, and I'll never forget. We we didn't have uh, a building big enough really to to have other people in. It was just really packed, and so Paul let us use his uh, tour bus. He had this big old Prevost, you know, and and, it, and that was such a treat because I remember I spent like a week in there onboarding with the software and learning it as fast as I could, and it was a treat because it was uh, air conditioned, and at that <laughs> shop, <laughs> at that shop we didn't have air conditioning. Matter of fact, we didn't even have running water. You know, we had a, 
we had a porter potty then. So it was, it was, it was interesting, you know, <laughs> that's behind the scenes on the television show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. From there, should we talk about mentorship? Yeah. So at, at that point, you know, SolidWorks was, uh, that was uh, 2004. So I started learning SolidWorks and, and, and working with it to create more unique uh, parts for the motorcycles and, and designs overall. And 2005, we actually built a bike for SolidWorks and it was my first ever SolidWorks world. Okay. So it was 2005 in Orlando. And I'll never forget, man, I was 21 years old and I was just terrified because there was like <laughs> 2,000 people in the crowd. And I've never really, at that time, you know, coming from college and the video game industry, it was like, I, I was never really thrown in front of a crowd like that, but it, it was, it was cool, man. What I realized there that, you know what, I'm surrounded with uh, all these like-minded individuals that have to overcome the same obstacles that I do as far as engineering and designing and, and accomplishing the mission that's in front of us. So it was, uh, it was kind of like the start of something really special because this is the, the same equipment that I use uh, that these other people were using. So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I know I say this often, but it's uh, SolidWorks World, which is now 3 Experience World, is just such a, it's like-minded people and everybody has their same problems and it's just such a great, unique opportunity to get together with other people. Yeah. Um, and, and and the one thing unique about this uh, industry as well is the mentorship and everybody wants to help everybody out. out. Everybody wants to help everybody succeed. So talk a little bit more about um, you know, what you're doing in that lines. Yeah. So basically, uh, what I'm doing now, Cliff is, uh, I, I have a whole bunch of, uh, new objectives in my life. Uh, the first is my new title within, within SolidWorks and that's the industrial design champion 3d experience works brand ambassador. And I've been working really closely with Justin Burton and Suchit Jane on this. And like, I have a huge list of, uh, uh, accomplishments that I'm, I'm soon going to be tackling. But one of the biggest things for me is it's education and it never used to be man. Okay. Because, you know, for me, it was like just focused about myself, just worried about my designs and how can, how can we sell another bike? How can we sell another TV show? Uh, just keep on work, 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 grind it out, you know? And now that I have three children and almost a fourth one with my wife, Crystal, I'm, I'm understanding the importance of, you know, giving back and educating my kids and, and teaching them. So one thing that I've been doing is uh, mentoring, uh, you know, young kids in like a mechanical engineering school or a high school. Um, last year, I was, I was lucky enough to hook up with Waz Ed with uh, Karen Young and Steve Wozniak. And I gave a presentation at, uh, at Des Tech out there in Arizona. And I was supposed to go back out to uh, Chin Lee, Arizona and uh, work with the kids there at the Unified School District. And I was going to give a presentation and, and just inspire others uh, to continue to move forward. Uh, that, that was uh, delayed is what we're going to call it. <laughs> so I am going to pick that up. So kids out there, don't, don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to roll on in one of these days. And uh, so Honestly, this was always just a byproduct of people seeing me and seeing my skill set uh, on the television show. And, you know, it's uh, whenever I was traveling, um, you know, people would uh, stop me and say, hey, I became an engineer because you just wanted to say thanks. And, and, oh, that's and awesome. that. 
And I was like, wow, that's cool, man. I, I When I first started working at Choppers, I was like, oh, there is a TV show. Maybe, maybe I'll get some free beer along the way. You know, <laughs> I wasn't really, <laughs> I didn't have this huge grand scheme planned or anything. It just, it just kind of happened. It was just a byproduct of, of being there and, and being able to inspire people. And I tell you what, if I can help one kid figure out what they want to do in life, that's going to make them happy, then you know what, that's, that's called a mission success. And sometimes it's finding out what you don't want to do, you know, <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean? so uh, I'm also working with a local high school uh, right here at Pine Bush high school. They have a lot of equipment from CNC machines, to lathes, and 3d printers. And I'm working on is like a judge in the design contest with them. And I'm working with Kenny Marshall over there just to help mold these kids to know that there is a future in manufacturing. There is a future in design and engineering. And I'm more excited about uh, the, the steam movement that's rolling through our country right now because it gets these kids excited. And, you know, I do call it steam because a is for art and that's what that, that was my path, you know, and that's the path that I chose to go down. Um, I'm able to have fun and express myself and constantly design something new, which is, which is what I need in life is, is to make stuff, you know what I mean? So uh, if I can help people out along the way, uh, you know, that's just awesome, man. And now with working with the, I'm able to affect these kids at really the ground level because I can take a look at the new software and experience it and, and work on it and provide my feedback and put my own personal touch on it that I know is going to make a, a designer, an artistic driven individual, it's going to make it easier for them to use, to get the ideas across and, and just keep pushing uh, new products. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just blown away by the opportunity to be able to help out at that core level at the very beginning, so to speak. No, I, absolutely. The, you, you touched on a, uh, a uh, couple things there. Uh, as you mentioned, being exposed, like even your story with your teacher back in high school, there's a lot of children in this country that are not exposed. They don't know how products are built. They don't know where that stuff comes from. And, it, right. and it's exposure. They talk about how even Steve Jobs and uh, Bill Gates were in rare communities that had computers in the classroom back then. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they had that opportunity to learn before a lot of other people did. Sure. And so it's, it, you know, if, I mean, that's such a great story that, um, you know, the, that you talked to that one uh, student that, you know, you inspired and, sure. it, it wear, and, and you're using that influence to inspire other children. And that's, 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 what's awesome. It's um, power, man. It's so yeah. powerful. And it, it's the feeling like you, you always hear people say, you know, it's, you learn more when, when, when you give and when you share. And so like, if I can share my experiences and my stories and, and my, uh, my ups and downs on, on how to, to get to the next level and continue to push on it, if I can inspire one person, it's, it's a success, you know? So right now, you know, I'm just grateful to be in the, in the, in the seat that I'm in from, you know, my past and my, and my future to continue to motivate people and inspire them because that's what it's all about, man. It's all about making this world a better place. And you're going to do that if you have people that are happy. So my number one thing for, uh, you know, for the kids that I speak with is like, Hey, have fun, do something that's going to be a fun path, you know? Uh, and they're at a point, uh, in their lives where they can choose something that inspires them and choose, choose something that's fun. 
because that's ultimately what you're going to do. This becomes you. This is your life. You know, people would always tell me, Jay, don't be so personal. Oh, man, you know, he's a personal guy. Well, damn right I am because my work is me. It's a reflection of myself. And and I believe in that wholeheartedly. So, you know, take everything personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's 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 how I that's how I do it. Well, I think there's a lot of emotion in design. Wouldn't you agree? There is because it's like you're putting in front of uh, of people, and you're always going to get judged. And there's always going to be the the people out there that are like, "Well, I don't like the color green." <laughs> you know exactly. It's like you got to you got to work through that, and you have to learn. More importantly, you learn from your failures every time, and you, you just keep on pushing on. You you know. So, because I, I get asked that a lot, Jay, what would you tell young young designers or a young you or a young engineer? And basically, I just say, you know, number one, don't run with scissors, okay? Uh, <laughs> that's the first one. And, uh, you know, don't recycle floss. And uh, what else is there? Uh, you know, don't, don't eat yellow snow. But no, seriously, it's uh, the one thing I tell them is to continue on and accept, accept failure with it being a lesson to move forward. And if you really want it, you can get it. You just have to work for it. Uh, use the tools around you. You know, everyone in this day and age at some point has access to a smartphone, whether it's your neighbor, your friends, your, your parents, you can grab that smartphone. You can punch in some cool things, see how things are made, get inspired on uh, new designs or new ideas, see how other people are making a living uh, successfully and, and put yourself like, in, in a good direction to, to learn from it. You know, the, the technology is there right now and it's so abundant before. I mean, we used to have to go to libraries and stuff. And like, I remember like when the internet was brand new, you know? <laughs> so, so there's all these platforms for kids to learn on and gain this knowledge to be successful. Absolutely. No, no. Great point. Great point. I know. I remember the, uh, the computer lab at, in college, we had to go to a computer lab to, do our CAD work back then, you know? Right. So I, I, I'm older than you, but yeah, yeah, it's, but it was, uh, we thought it was the greatest thing. Um, yeah, we thought it was great because that room had air conditioning, you know, (laughs) Oh, it had to, right, right. Everyone wanted to go to the the computer lab, you know, it's like, cause they had to cool down the computers back, you know? Well, you brought up some advice. Uh, don't run with scissors is always a good one, but, uh, what would you have, what, what advice would you have, for um 18 year old jason if you could go talk to him you know what what advice or, or somebody like him uh an, another young student who um uh was considering design sure that that's simple uh, have fun stay hungry um push yourself uh, learn from technologies and number one constantly put yourself in uncomfortable situations and, and I say that because it's like, if, if you don't know how to do something you're like, oh man, I don't know how to do this. Well, guess what? That's exactly what you should be doing right now is learning how to do that to become a better person, to become a better designer, a better engineer. And then you know what? The next day, do that again. Make it hard on yourself every single day and put yourself through the fire to just come out a better person and a better designer, you know? So, you know, that's a, that's my number one advice is, constantly be uncomfortable. And, uh, I think you'll, you'll find success that way. 
Oh, it's true. I mean, it, you you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation with the uh, designing the choppers, right? You, you know, you could have had a lot of opinions about that. I, I remember that was that was the hardest thing is when I, I was in design school as well. And, you know, it, it was hard to take criticism because it was such a personal design. And so that's one of the things I, I had a professor said, you got to get over that. That's just somebody right. else's opinion, you know? So Right, right. Uh, and like, you know what, in this day and age, you know, with like the I, I really appreciate the anti-bullying and, and things like that initiative that's out there because the the social media system, in a way, does provide a lot of negative thoughts to people. You know, as far as haters and what do, what are they called? Like keyboard warriors that get on there and right, type right. a bunch of negative <laughs> things. For me, it was like they never really knew this about me, but you know being in the spotlight in all those countries and stuff, you have people that have their opinions, you know, even though it's not their motorcycle, they still have their opinions. And I, I loved it because for me, the haters were fuel to the fire, man. It was like, Oh <laughs> my goodness. Did you, and we would always joke, like, did you see what this guy wrote? Oh my God, this is great. And you know, I, I just, I, I love the haters, dude. They, you know, I love you. I love you. I really, really do. All the hating that you do, it really helps me. So it's just like, for me, it was always just the fuel, but I could see how it could really affect other people. You know, right. it's like, you just got to believe in yourself and do what you want to do. So for other designers out there, it's like, don't mirror what other people are doing do what you want to do. And that's where, you know, the real, the real substance is going to be and the real passion belongs, you know? You know, I, I think this is excellent. I, I think you have some great advice here to be, to be uncomfortable and there's going to be the haters out there, but it's keep not- moving forward. No, I mean, it really is. It's, it's a, it's a tough thing. It seems like a, a simple answer, but it's, it's great advice. It really is. Um, you know, because you put yourself out there, especially being on TV with your designs, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's not an easy situation. It's like a, so it's like a walking target, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anybody like, on TV, here. but I'd love, love to know your thoughts uh, on the future of design. You know, we, we, we've seen, you know, sure. computer labs and, you know, the beginning of CAD and, you know, you were early oh. on with SolidWorks, you've seen the technology change. Where, where, where do you think we're going I, or what do you think is going to help you out in, in the future? I think the the future of design is is about working together in in finding a spot or a location where all the tools are accessible to the designer. Okay, so being able to communicate with an engineer, send a file quickly, get it back, and hey, can you reskin this? Just this one shape and this one design. Having all the tools in one location is is going to be perfect. You know, that, so I think that's the goal for the industry is try to create a, a network of sorts that allows all these tools to be accessible when they're needed for the designer. Uh, I did not, I did not pay Jason to say that. Cause I know we, we talk about collaboration cause we're developing a lot of collaboration tools. <laughs> so, but it's funny when I ask other designers, that's, that's a, a similar theme. It is about the collaboration piece. It's, I always think about, uh, like early engineers like Einstein and um, and Tesla, how they hated each other and they were so secretive. And now we've moved to a place where it is more collaborative. People sharing ideas, they're wanting to move forward. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I mean, could you imagine like the tool sets used to be, you know, here's a paintbrush. And when you graduate from that, you get a chisel and a hammer and <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, get after it. Now we have a thing called uh, X shape and it's like, 
mind blowing. You know, it's 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 subdivisional surfaces and C two surface continuity, and it's all push and pull, and it's it's like limitless. Now it's like you no longer have the excuse, well, I don't have the tools or I don't have the resources for that because it's it's here, it's here now. You know, so it's 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 an exciting part. It's an exciting time to be an industrial designer because all these new tools are coming out and all these companies are working together to just continue to give these tools for designers to create that much better products, you know? So it's cool to witness really, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, SolidWorks in the, in the start, like 2004, and now I know SolidWorks now and with uh, the Dassault systems, like muscle behind it and all the other applications, it's, it's pretty limitless. What, what you can accomplish. So, so tell me more about your your new endeavor. You know, you're, you're doing your own thing now, right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in collaboration with being the brand ambassador for 3D Experience Works, I'm also uh, running jasonpool.com. Uh, it's basically, you know, my services uh, to, to people uh, from product design, conceptual design. Um, I'm even doing uh, technical animations and... Uh, prototyping. So I'm currently working on building out a small machine shop right here at my house. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'll be able to uh, rapid prototype just about anything and, and make one-off parts and continue down that, uh, that, that uh, path that, that I've been on for all these years. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, I got the, I got the website up and what's cool about the position that I'm in right now is I can be selective on different projects. You know, um, when I was younger, I used to be scrappy and take on everything and, oh yeah, you got to take it. You got to say yes. But sometimes, you know, you save a lot of money and time when you say no. So um, right now what I'm doing is uh, I'm very selective with uh, new projects that come my way and, and very grateful too. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but uh, I'm able to apply my my artistic background into new products. So sometimes clients will have an existing project and they just need it to look a little bit better, a little bit cooler, so I can uh, apply a new skin to that, uh, new surface model for it, and away they go with manufacturing that product. So super excited about it. And uh, number one, like if I'm not incredibly into the project, I will say I'll, I'll, I'll say pass, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to someone that might be into it. You know, so I'm at that part in my life where it's got to make sense for me to be emotionally connected to the product. <laughs> to, I think that's important. Yeah. 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 And we're seeing the industry change in that way before all designers were in-house and now we're seeing companies cause they're not designing new products every day. Right. But they can outsource those to right. people like yourself uh, and do the design. Maybe they have some, maybe they have a few requirements. Maybe they have a ton of requirements for their new product, but, but they're able to hire designers uh, who are working on their own. We're seeing more companies like that who are working with us. And that's that's why the platform is good for them so they can manage projects separately and all online and lo different sure. locations. Well, that's a great endeavor. I, I look forward to yeah, seeing where I, that goes. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I, I really enjoy it. And it's it's a way that I can still be myself because my whole life has, you know, been dedicated to designing and creating. So I need that, you know, like, like humans need oxygen to live. Like I need to be able to create something, whether it's a, an oil painting that, that I'm doing in my studio upstairs, or I'm actually drawing new products and, and just using uh, my skill set to, to make more, uh, 
items <laughs> exactly in this world that's what we need right oh it's so well, true it's like the designer's uh creed or something we should have one that that's what it's about it's about us as an industry moving forward and collecting new people to to help be part of that because uh, we're right on the forefront of something great and we're, we're bringing the trades back you know we're, we're it's cool to be a machinist now you know 10 years ago not really that cool, but now all of a sudden it's cool to be a machinist. It's cool to be uh, using a computer to design with and, and create things. And I see that movement through social media with with all these startups and you know this oh made at home type thing. And I, I think it's great, man. And and uh, just to get behind that and be part of it, it's it's awesome. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I was in design school and we were designing and learning how to you know, do renderings and stuff. But honestly, my favorite part was getting in the shop. You know, <laughs> we had a huge shop and, you know, it was like, oh, it was all older equipment because it was all donated, but, you know, yeah. just bending metal, you know, uh, vacuum forming, any of that stuff. It was just, it was just fun. Yeah. Right, right. And kids these days in a lot of schools have access to a lot of really cool programs yeah. that they might not know are there and they just need to venture out and, and look into it. I mean, we had, uh, we had stick welding at my school. I remember that, you know, <laughs> we definitely didn't have 3d printers then, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. PNC machines and all this really cool stuff to, to, to make products and, and make this world ultimately better. You know, that's the goal. That's the goal. What inspires you? Yeah. What inspires me is just the power to create something. You, you know what I mean? It's like, I remember just like, Back in the video game days, it was like, okay, I'm creating this environment that people are going to walk through, you know, so I decide where the tree goes, I decide where this goes. And for me, it's like, I just want to create cool stuff. And I want to inspire people to want that stuff, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So for me, I see inspiration everywhere. I see inspiration uh, when, when I go outside in nature, big time, I, I take design cues from that, uh, from people that I'm with, I, I surround my myself with with people that inspire me, you know what I mean? So it's always, uh, and, and in the communities, you know what I mean? So I, I draw a little bit from everywhere. My family inspires me, you know, my, 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 my three boys, uh, Maxton, Kipton and Cashton and my wife, Crystal, you know, to con constantly, you know, I don't want to let them down. So I gotta, I gotta push, I gotta be motivated. You know what I mean? So they, they light the fire for me to, to just go dive right into something. And number one is just no fear. Like there's no room for fear. You just jump into it and you either succeed or fail, but no matter what, it's not going to end your life. You know what I mean? So you just dive into it and uh, you, you name a project and I I've been, I've been associated <laughs> with it and I've, That's I've, ta I've taken swings. So it's just, you know, what inspires me is to be fearless and just to keep trying and, you know, move move forward and learn something new every day from it you know so I, I draw my inspiration from 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 everyone and everything you know it's hard to just say you know one exact specific item really right because you could be just be walking down the street and think oh that's i could i could come up with a better idea for this product right yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. exactly exactly it's the it's the entire world and that's what's so cool about being an industrial designer is it's limitless. I mean, it could be apparel, it could be uh, women's shoes, it could be everyday carry items, it could be knives. It's it, it's 
endless. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You, you can never get bored. And uh, for me, for many years, it was motorcycles, you know, and I do love motorcycles and everything on two wheels. Um, but you know what? It's uh, there's so many other items that, that I want to be part of and that I am part of that. It's, that's what powers me and drives me to, to keep going is the, the power to design and create. Thanks for listening today. And if you're looking to connect the industry-leading SOLIDWORKS 3D CAD solution to a fully collaborative cloud-based product development environment, go to SOLIDWORKS.com offers to learn more about SOLIDWORKS on the 3D Experience platform. That's SOLIDWORKS.com offers. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at SOLIDWORKS.com podcast or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep innovating. I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you enjoyed it, head on over to iTunes, search for the Born to Design podcast, and please leave us a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people, helping us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.